Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for another old-time, old-fashioned message we call the old Trailblazer. We've been coming into your homes there, many of you, for many months now. We're bringing you a series of messages at this time entitled Satan, the God of this world. We've been there quite a few studies now, and we felt a great need for restating these old gracious doctrines, the doctrine of Satan, the doctrine of the devil, the old serpent as he set forth. We saw that there's a, something missing in our preaching today, in our pulpits, in our, in our uh, testimony. First, because many of our religious leaders even deny the existence of a personal devil. We hear these little soft soap, uh, uh, soft silk handkerchief preachers. They don't know anything about the devil. They're saying it's only a, a little influence, my friend. That's why we felt led to bring you these messages. Second, many of those who still believe in a devil, personal devil, think he's just a big bad man to scare the children with so they'll go to sleep at night. That's right. Only a figment of their imagination. They think of him being a man in a big red suit and having a forked tail and horns and a pitchfork. But listen, Satan is a living personality known as the God of this world, found there in 2 Corinthians 4, 3, 4. He's the prince of the power of the air, found in Ephesians 2, 2. And the prince of this world in John 12, 31, John 14, 30, and John 16, 11. That's right. And we're bringing you these messages in order that you may understand more about Satan and his work and his, uh, all of his programs. And we're looking in our study now on how demon possession is manifested. Demon possession and how it's manifested. That's right. All of Satan's emissaries are demons. That's right. As we go further and further into our study of these demon spirits, we find that they're real and personal. They spoke with the Lord there and recognized his supreme authority. This fact is set forth in Matthew 8:31. I wish you'd take these scriptures down, and when you have time, look them up. At Matthew 8:31, we're going to go slowly. So the demons besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go into the herd of swine. Also, in Mark 1, 23 and 24, there we find these words, And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Then again in Acts 19, 15, we find these words, and the unclean spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Yes, these spirits are personal and real. They carry on conversations with individuals that they possess, whom they possess. When once they get control of that individual's body and mind, they lead them prisoners. That's right. They lead them, take them prisoners at their own will. When the Lord begins to deal with an individual definitely about their soul's condition, they become active. The demons become active. Just let me bring a message that goes home to that heart or to your heart. I see individuals, they call me at night, they call me in the, in the daytime because the demons are raging in their mind and in their, in their uh, person. That's right. The several times they've all but driven those folks to suicide. Listen, I know that. I know that, my friend. But listen, some of these folks have found out 
that music has a great influence over demons. That's right. If you will study the life of old King Saul, you will find that David, the shepherd musician, was brought into King Saul's court to play his harp to quiet the demon spirits which possessed the king so that he could go to sleep. That's right. Have you ever been into malls where they play this quiet background music in the stores? All of that's for, my friend, is to quiet the demons. This shows utter demon possession, how these folks are quieted down. Listen, listen, that's right, that's right. Multitudes of people are living like that today, thinking they're saved, they know nothing about the Lord. That's right. The way you detect them is they're talking about a presence there. They're always talking about a presence. They're talking about an experience, not talking about Christ, his death on the cross or his resurrection. I attended a funeral recently where the, where the preacher and also some of the other speakers that w spoke about a, a woman who had gone on out into eternity and they spoke for an hour heaping laurels upon this poor soul and they never once mentioned the name of the Lord Jesus Christ a Baptist preacher stood there for 45 minutes and extolled that group of people there how that this woman had gone to, he gone to heaven and all the time every one of them knew there that she was an alcoholic but yet he said we'll all meet her in heaven well my friends no listen listen that's because he's ignorant He's ignorant of Satan's devices. He's a captive of Satan. He doesn't know it. He's highly moral, clean character, good-natured. But listen, salvation is a deliverance from these evil spirits. The Bible says that the maniac there was found clothed and in his right mind. Every individual outside of Christ is not in his right mind, my friend. Now, you can take issue with me if you want to. You may want to ask the question, can a person like this ever get saved? Yes, my friend, when that individual comes to the end of this way, realizing that they're helplessly lost, hopeless, bound, and eternally damned, and begin to cry for mercy, realizing that Christ died for an individual such as that, Take that story there of the maniac in Gadara. My friend, if, you're, if, if the demons are, are concentrating in your heart and in your mind, take that story and read it and see how the Lord cast those demons out. He's still able to do that. Demon possessions may take this, this turn or this avenue. The individual will have a, a, a longing for prayer, pray, pray, read, 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 all that. The demon spirit that possesses that individual will drive them literally to uh, read their fool head off. Now, I've known folks that sit up all night long and read. They're always searching for books, books, books by some old preacher. Some Listen, my friend, they'll keep them so busy praying and reading and striving for one purpose that they'll never be awakened to their lost condition. No, they, they many of them claim to be saved under this ministry. All they do is read, 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 read everything from A to Z, read everything they can get their hands on. But listen, listen, and then in praying, they'll remain there looking and waiting and pleading for a certain presence to come upon them. And that presence is a demon possession. That's right, my friend. It's an awful state to be in. In this state, they have uh, very few been delivered from that state because they're not willing to give up. It's pleasant. It's pleasant to the, to the taste, as it were, and to the feel. That's right. 
demon possession may take this turn. Here's an individual waking to his lost condition, but he'll not admit that he's wrong because the demons have convinced him that he's been mistreated. Now, we have that on every hand. We have folks right here in our, in our congregation who feel like that the pastor has offended them, the pastor has been uh, ugly to them or mistreated them because he was true to their soul or true to one of their grandchildren or their children. He's, uh, he's, he's uh, been straight down the line, not compromised. He wouldn't take uh, all of this foolishness that young people bring, attempt to bring into the, to, the, to the church, all these ear rings and belly rings and navel rings and nose rings. My friend, we don't allow that here. No, we call your number, number, and if I don't stop it, we call your name. And we have grandmas get mad because we, uh, their little darling with a ring in his nose or a ring in his ear uh, ha has been offended. Yeah, he gets offended. But listen, my friend, as long as God gives me breath, we're going to take a stand against sin, and that's sin. That's sin, to degrade your body like that. I don't care who you are or where you are. If you do those things, that's sin. You're degrading your body, my friend. Now, we're going to take a stand against it. But these folks, they get, they get convinced or become convinced. Well, I've been, I've been mistreated. I've been wrong. But all that is is Satan's manifestation. I've had folks stand up in the congregation and, and blame me for their family's problems. That's right. That's right. This shows that that will, that damnable will, has never been broken. No, you begin talking about their will broken, coming to a place of repentance. They get angry, gnash on you with their teeth. The only hope for their deliverance, and I say this kindly to you, you here in First Baptist Church of Algiers, you here at Radio Missions and all of its tape families and mission places, you who hear the old trailblazer, listen now, the only hope is that the Lord God of heaven will intervene with divine grace. The Lord said in his word, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. You may say, Pastor, why isn't demon possession manifested today uh, like it was in Christ's time? But listen, my friend, it is. Wherever the gospel is preached under the power of the Holy Spirit, that's why you don't see so much of it, because his power, the, the power has been left out of preaching. Satan is uh, in, in charge or in control of many of our great old denominations, many of our great old churches have caved in, allowed the woman preacher, allowed the homosexual preacher, the lesbian preacher, the gay preacher, or, listen, listen, my friend, some uh, ex-prize fighter, a dope addict now comes into town with a, with a long entourage, and they've given him the opportunity to speak from their pulpit. My friend, that's not God's word. No. Listen, we guard our pulpit here like, like, a, like a rattlesnake guards his, his, his den, my friend. No, sir. None of that trash is coming into this pulpit to speak. No, because this is God's holy desk that I stand behind. Let me give you another manifestation of demon possession. Now, you folks, listen, would you? Here's an individual whom God has awakened that, to the fact that he's uh, not saved. And he starts out to hunt, hunt the Lord, search for the Lord. And I've seen demons take hold of that individual and all but drive them insane in this matter. They'll argue with you and tell you that the preacher, what he's preaching isn't so.
Now, my friend, that's, 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 that's a truth that you need to get a hold of. We're not going to have time this, in this study, but we'll take it up there in our next study. I wish you'd listen. I wish you'd ask your folks next door to tune in. All these messages are available uh, if you'd write us and let us know. Also, I wish you would pick up your, if you're on the Internet, if you have the web, uh, where you can pick us up on the website, our, our, our address is www.radiomissions.org there and all of these good old uh, songs and are they listed all of those things that we have uh, here from radio mission the schedule of the broadcast the uh, 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 our statement of what we believe here at radio mission what we preach people write in here and ask us what do you preach pastor well we preach the gospel we preach the great old doctrines of God's Word, the election of God, the sovereignty of God, foreordination of God. We preach the second coming of Christ and the soon return of our Lord to take, take up his saints. The graves will be open. That's right. When he, when he comes with a shout in the air, the graves will be open. He's not coming back to earth. He's coming back in the air, and all the graves will be open. And those who have been have been saved, I, I don't believe there's going to be uh, many like folks claim there will be today. But listen, that's not my business. That's the Lord's business. But he said the graves will be open. And if we're still living, you and I, pastor, you and I, preacher, you and I, mother, if we're still living, we'll go to be with him in the air. Are you looking forward to that coming? I am. I wish he'd come today. Oh, I'm tired, my friend. Old Trailblazer's tired this morning. Got up tired. Seemed like, seemed like it's more so ever than lately. But you know what it is? It's a burden of lost souls. I'm concerned about you out there this morning. Are you saved? My friend, are you saved? You folks who hear us over these great old radio stations there in Arkansas and up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and over in Texas, many places where the old trailblazer's going, do you, are, you, are you tired of this old life? I am. I wish you'd write me, sit down and write me and say, Pastor, I'm tired of this old life. I want to go home to be with my blessed Lord. Are you the, are, is that your condition or are you earthbound? Are you afraid that the Lord's going to come back and you won't be ready? My friend, it, we're living in a day of mercy. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another message to a close this morning, a study on Satan, the God of this world. We have lots more of these to go. I wish you'd write me and let me know that you're listening. Remember our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org.